Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions and reading from the rest of Scripture daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 28th of March, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 6th of Nisan. According to tradition, it was this day in history when the brother of the Messiah, the Apostle Yaakov HaTzadik, James the Righteous, was martyred in Jerusalem close to Passover. This tradition comes from Josephus Antiquities and Eusebius Ecclesiastical Heroes. It says, So they went up and threw down the just man from the pinnacle of the temple, and said to each other, Let us stone James the just. And they began to stone him, for he was not killed by the fall. But those in the city who seemed more moderate and skilled in the law were very angry at this, and sent secretly to the king, requesting him to order the high priest Ananus to seize such proceedings. This week, our Torah portion, our parasha, is called Tzav, which means command. <clears throat> and today we're going to start in Leviticus, or Vayikra, 7, verses 11 through 38. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment first to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. This is the Torah of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which one shall offer to the Lord. If he offers it for a thanksgiving, then he shall offer, with the sacrifice of thanksgiving, matzah cakes mixed with oil, and matzah wafers anointed with oil, and cakes mixed with oil. He shall offer this offering with the sacrifice of his peace offerings, for thanksgiving with cakes of chametz bread. Of it he shall offer one out of each offering for a heave offering to the Lord. It shall belong to the Kohen who sprinkles the blood of the peace offerings. The flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving shall be eaten on the day of his offering. He shall not leave any of it until the morning. But if the sacrifice of his offering is a vow or a free will offering, it shall be eaten on the day that he offers his sacrifice. On the next day, what remains of it shall be eaten, but what remains of the meat of the sacrifice on the third day shall be burnt with fire. If any of the meat of the sacrifice of his peace offerings is eaten on the third day, it will not be accepted, and it shall not be credited to him who offers it. It will be an abomination, and the soul who eats any of it will bear his iniquity. The meat that touches any unclean thing shall not be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. As for the meat, every one who is clean may eat of it. But the soul who eats of the meat of the sacrifice of peace offerings that belongs to the Lord 
having his uncleanness on him. That soul shall be cut off from his people. When anyone touches any unclean thing, the uncleanness of man, or an unclean animal, or any unclean abomination, and eats some of the meat of the sacrifice of peace offerings which belong to the Lord, that soul shall be cut off from his people. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, You shall eat no fat of bull or sheep or goat, the fat of that which dies of itself, and the fat of that which is torn of animals, may be used for any other service, but you shall in no way eat of it. For whoever eats the fat of the animal which men offer as an offering made by fire to the Lord, even the soul who eats it shall be cut off from his people. You shall not eat any blood, whether it is of bird or of animal, in any of your dwellings. Whoever it is who eats any blood, that soul shall be cut off from his people. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, He who offers the sacrifice of his peace offerings to the Lord shall bring his offering to the Lord out of the sacrifice of his peace offerings. With his own hands he shall bring the offerings of the Lord made by fire. He shall bring the fat with the breast, that the breast may be waved for a contribution before the Lord. The Kohen shall burn the fat on the altar, but the breast shall be Aaron's and his sons. The right thigh you shall give to the Kohen for a heave offering, out of the sacrifices of your peace offerings. He among the sons of Aaron, who offers the blood of the peace offerings, and the fat, shall have the right thigh for a portion. For the waved breast and the heaved thigh I have taken from the sons of Israel out of the sacrifices of their peace offerings, and have given them to Aaron the Kohen and to his sons as their portion forever from the sons of Israel. This is the consecrated portion of Aaron and the consecrated portion of his sons out of the offerings of the Lord made by fire, on the day when he presented them to minister to the Lord in the office of Kohen, which the Lord commanded to be given them of the sons of Israel in the day that he anointed them. It is their portion forever throughout their generations. This is the Torah of the burnt offering, the grain offering, the sin offering, the trespass offering, the consecration, and the sacrifice of peace the offering which the Lord commanded Moshe at Mount Sinai in the day that he commanded the sons of Israel to offer their offerings to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. That was Leviticus, or Vaikra, 7, 11 through 38. Today's portion from the prophets is Yeshayahu, or Isaiah, 30. Woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, who take counsel, but not from me, and who make an alliance, but not of my ruach, that they may add sin to sin. 
who set out to go down into Mitzrayim and have not asked my advice, to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh and to take refuge in the shadow of Mitzrayim. Therefore, the strength of Pharaoh will be your shame and the refuge in the shadow of Mitzrayim your confusion. For their princes are at Zon, and their ambassadors have come to Hanes. They shall all be ashamed because of a people that cannot profit them, that are not a help nor profit, but a shame and also a reproach. The Burden Concerning the Beasts of the South Through the land of trouble and anguish, of the lioness and the lion, the viper and the fiery flying serpent, they carry their riches on the shoulders of young donkeys and their treasures on the humps of camels to an unprofitable people. For Mitzrayim helps in vain and to no purpose. Therefore I have called her Rahav who sits still. Now go, write it before them on a tablet and inscribe it in a book that it may be for the time to come forever and ever. For it is a rebellious people, lying children, children who will not hear the Torah of the Lord, who tell the seers, do not see, and the prophets, do not prophesy to us right things, tell us pleasant things, prophesy deceits. Get out of the way, turn away from the path, cause the holy ones one of Israel to seize from before us. Therefore the Holy One of Israel says, Because you despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness and rely on it, therefore this iniquity shall be to you like a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall, whose breaking comes suddenly in an instant. He will break it as a potter's vessel is broken, breaking it in pieces without sparing, so that there will not be found among the broken pieces a piece good enough to take fire from the hearth or to dip up water out of the cistern. For thus says the Lord, the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, You will be saved in returning and rest, your strength will be in quietness and in confidence. You refused, and you said, No, for we will flee on horses. Therefore you will flee, and we will ride on the swift. Therefore those who pursue you will be swift. One thousand will flee at the threat of one. At the threat of five you will flee, until you are left like a beacon on the top of a mountain, and like a banner on a hill. Therefore, the Lord will wait, that he may be gracious to you, and therefore he will be exalted, that he may have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. For the people will dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. You will weep no more. He will surely be gracious to you at the voice of your cry. When he hears you, he will answer you. Though the Lord may give you the bread of adversity and the water of, your, of affliction, yet your teachers will not be hidden anymore. 
but your eyes will see your teachers. And when you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. You shall defile the overlaying of your engraved images of silver, and the plating of your molten images of gold. You shall cast them away as an unclean thing. You shall tell it, Go away. He will give the rain for your seed, with which you will sow the ground, and bread of the increase of the ground will be rich and plentiful. In that day, your livestock will feed in large pastures, the oxen likewise, and the young donkeys that till the ground will eat savory feed, which has been winnowed with a shovel and with the fork. There will be brooks and streams of water on every lofty mountain and on every high hill in the day of the great slaughter when the towers fall. Moreover, the light of the moon will be like the light of the sun, and the light of the sun will be seven times brighter like the light of seven days, in the day that the Lord binds up the fracture of his people and heals the wound they were struck with. Behold, the name of the Lord comes from far away, burning with his anger, and in thick rising smoke his lips are full of indignation, his tongue is a devouring fire. His breath is as an overflowing stream that reaches even to the neck, to sift the nations with the sieve of destruction. A bridle that leads to ruin will be in the jaws of the people. You will have a song as in the night when a holy feast is kept, and gladness of heart as when, when one goes with a flute to come to the mountain of the Lord, to Israel's rock. And the Lord will cause his glorious voice to be heard and will show the descent of his arm with the indignation of his anger and the flame of a devouring fire with a blast, a storm, and hailstones. For through the voice of the Lord, the Assyrian will be dismayed. He will strike him with his rod. Every stroke of the rod of punishment, which the Lord will lay on him, will be with the sound of tambourines and harps. He will fight with them in battles, brandishing weapons. For his burning place has long been ready. Yes, for the king it is prepared. He has made its pyre deep and large, with fire and much wood. The breath of the Lord, like a stream of sulfur, kindles it. That was Isaiah 30. And now our portion today from the writings is Proverbs, or Mishlei, 22. A good name is more desirable than great riches, and loving favor is better than silver and gold. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. A prudent man sees danger and hides himself, but the simple pass on and suffer for it. The result of humility and the fear of the Lord is wealth, honor, and life. Thorns and snares are in the path of the wicked. Whoever guards his soul stays from them. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old he will not depart from it. 
The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. He who sows wickedness reaps trouble, and the rod of his fury will be destroyed. He who has a generous eye will be blessed, for he shares his food with the poor. Drive out the mocker, and strife will go out. Yes, quarrels and insults will stop. He who loves purity of heart and speaks gracefully is the king's friend. The eyes of the Lord watch over knowledge, but he frustrates the words of the unfaithful. The sluggard says, There is a lion outside. I will be killed in the streets. The mouth of an adulteress is a deep pit. He who is under the wrath of the Lord will fall into it. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of discipline drives it far from him. Whoever oppresses the poor for his own increase, and whoever gives to the rich, both come to poverty. Turn your ear and listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart to my teaching, for it is a pleasant thing if you keep them within you, if all of them are ready on your lips. I teach you today, even you, so that your trust may be in the Lord. Have I not written to you thirty excellent things of counsel and knowledge, to teach you truth, reliable words, to give sound answers to the ones who sent you? Do not exploit the poor because he is poor, and do not crush the needy in court, for the Lord will plead their case and plunder the life of those who plunder them. Do not befriend a hot-tempered man, and do not associate with one who harbors anger, lest you learn his ways and ensnare your soul. Do not be one of those who strike hands, who put up surety for debts. If you do not have means to pay, why should he take away your bed from under you? Do not move the ancient boundary stone, which your fathers have set up. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. That was Michelet, or Proverbs 22. Our final portion today is from the Apostles, and it is Acts, or Maseh Shlichim, chapter 21. Now it came to pass that when we had departed from them and had set sail, we came with a straight course to Kos, and the next day to Rhodes, and from there to Patara, and having found a ship crossing over to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. When we had come in sight of Cyprus, leaving it on the left hand, we sailed to Syria and landed at Seoul, for the ship was there to unload her cargo. And having found disciples, we stayed there seven days. These said to Paul through the Ruach that he should not go up to Jerusalem. But when those days were over, we departed and went on our journey. They all, with wives and children, brought us on our way until we were out of the city. And kneeling down on the beach, we prayed, and after saying goodbye to each other, we went on board the ship, and they returned home again. And when we had finished the voyage from Tzul, we arrived at Ptolemais, 
and we greeted the brothers and stayed with them one day. On the next day, we who were Paul's companions departed and came to Caesarea. And we entered into the house of Philip the evangelist, who was one of the seven, and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied, and as we stayed there some days, a certain prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. And coming to us and taking Paul's belt, he bound his own feet and hands and said, The Ruach HaKodesh says, So the Judeans at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and will deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Now, when we heard these things, both we and the people of that place begged him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Yeshua. And when he would not be persuaded, we seized, saying, The will of the Lord be done. And after these days, we took up our baggage and went up to Jerusalem. Also, some of the disciples from Caesarea also went with us, bringing one Manassin of Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we would stay. When we had come to Jerusalem, the brothers received us gladly. The day following, Paul went in with us to Yaakov, and all the elders were present. And when he had greeted them, he reported one by one the things which God had worked among the Gentiles through his ministry. And they, when they heard it, glorified God, and they said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands there are among the Judeans of those who have believed, and they are all zealous for the Torah. And they have been informed about you, that you teach all the Jews who are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, telling them not to circumcise their children and not to walk after the customs. What then? The assembly must certainly meet, for they will hear that you have come. Therefore do what we tell you. We have four men who have taken a vow. Take them and purify yourself with them and pay their, the expenses for them, that they may shave their heads. Then all will know that there is no truth in the things that they have been informed about you, but that you yourself also walk keeping the Torah. But concerning the Gentiles who believe, we have written our decision that they should observe no such thing, except that they should keep themselves from food offered to idols, from blood, from strangled things, and from sexual immorality. Then Paul took the men, and the next day purified himself and went with them into the temple, declaring the fulfillment of the days of purification, until the offering was offered for every one of them. Now, when the seven days were almost completed, the Jews from Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up all the multitude and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who teaches all men everywhere against the people and the Torah and this place. Moreover, he also brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled this holy place. 
For they had seen Trophimus the Ephesian with him in the city, and they supposed that Paul had brought him into the temple. And all the city was moved, and the people ran together. They seized Paul and dragged him out of the temple. Immediately the doors were shut. And as they were trying to kill him, news came up to the commander of the regiment that all Jerusalem was in an uproar. Immediately he took soldiers and centurions and ran down to them. They, when they saw the chief captain and the soldiers, stopped beating Paul. Then the commander came near and arrested him, and commanded him to be bound with two chains, and inquired who he was and what he had done. And some among the crowd shouted one thing, and some another. So when he could not find out the truth because of the noise, he commanded him to be brought into the barracks. But when he came to the stairs, he was carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the crowd. For the multitude of the people followed after, crying out, Away with him! Then, as Paul was about to be brought into the barracks, he said to the commander, May I speak to you? And he said, Do you know Greek? Are you not the Egyptian who before these days stirred up to sedition and led out into the wilderness the four thousand men of the assassins? But Paul said, I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of no insignificant city, and I beg you, allow me to speak to the people. And when he had given him permission, Paul, standing on the stairs, beckoned with his hand to the people, and when there was a great silence, he spoke to them in the Hebrew language, saying, and that is for tomorrow's episode that concludes chapter 21 of the book of Acts. Um, if you are reading through the New Testament twice in this year's cycle, you'll be reading Revelation 15 today also. Well, that's it for today. May you have a blessed day. And I pray that the word of God that you have listened to now will be an encouragement to your heart and will build up your spirit. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.